welcome to the Yes Yourself show, starring your boy Kyle and... Hi, and I'm Kevin. I'm back again. Hi, everyone. Oh, yeah. Streets back. Instead, it's going to be Kevin's back. All right. I'm like, cockroaches are a share. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> oh, my God. As much as I would love to affiliate... No, I don't want to affiliate you with with roaches girl here in texas they got some big ass flying roaches called um water bugs which are flying roaches and oh. i don't don't recommend them oh we have them in my home planet in missouri oh jesus girl i don't i don't like fucking around with those days. so so i can tell before we get into the episode i can tell let's i'll tell you a story about water bugs Go so ahead. Back when I was like six years old, back my family was pretty poor and they we didn't have like regular heat like everyone. So we had like a um, a fireplace and basically we brought in firewood and stuff and water but you'd like heat the you would heat the wood and then all these like water bugs and everything would come out of the wood when you'd heat up the fire. Oh, that's nasty. Nope. It's not a good nope. picture, is it? Yeah, no. Uh, I, I will pass. <laughs> I will definitely pass Which on that. Makes me wonder why you live in Texas, but that's another episode. You know what? Just for that, I think we should definitely put that on the agenda. It's like, why did Kyle move to Texas? Why does this da 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 da? And you know what? And I can ask why you're at, you know in Boston, but that's okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> I can I can do that because me and me and my boyfriend Robbie always talk about it. We always we always get so confused why you live there, given all your circumstances. Girl, <laughs> don't get me started on this shit, especially after what I learned from this past week. But anyway, um, so the the episode that I thought about and I kind of it kind of came to me um earlier today at work, um is it's okay not to be okay um there's so much shit going on right now you know girl gas is at minimum five dollars a gallon going up to like fucking ten or eleven dollars a gallon people are getting shot up freaking yep. you know people are like are at a whole time high for mental health issues I mean, on top of like our regular dramas and, you know, the the war with Ukraine and Russia and it, it there, there's just so much stuff going on, you know, businesses not accommodating, businesses being ruthless and, you know, yep. maximizing their, pro, you know, profits while, you know, the, the little men are suffering. Is it that's so it, it, it's, it's frustrating. And, you know, the one thing that talking about like my mental health and you know my codependency um it's like the one thing i want to do is you know be the hero it's like i want to be able to help everyone but it's like there there's just literally no way and i'm just exhausted even thinking about it let alone for a long time i believed that i could and yeah no i mean it isn't just some people it's like it's everybody everybody's impacted by this in one way you know one way form or not yep and yeah, no, and it's just, you know, crazy. And, it, you know, it's crazy because all of this came up from having a conversation with a friend who, you know, hadn't talked to him in a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden, you know, 
shit didn't hit the fan and he has some mental health issues and lost his job and I'm like, oh my god, this this is crazy. How I'm I I don't even know. I was like, you know, what do you do? How can you? Yeah, it's how I... so. So I can tell you, I can kind of tell you how I cope with it, but it I can't. It won't work for everyone. Oh, of course, of course. And I I this may sound a little selfish. But I, I, I kind of I do what I I do what I can do for myself. Um, it's things are very difficult. Um, I'm going through some difficult times at my work as well. Um, but the thing is, is always ask for help. Like always say like, hey, I'm have like if if you don't want to see anybody, just say, hey, I'm having a bad day. Please stay clear, or just tell people kind of what you need. I think that I know that won't help get some that won't be like a magic wand and get your friend that job, but that he might say they might say like, hey, I'm look I, I just lost my job. Do you know any job opportunities? And you never know. Somebody might have something. You you just never know what's gonna happen. No, 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 you're definitely right about that. You know that that that's really true. Um I guess I guess my my view, my perspective, and you know, this is why I'm a huge advocate for mental health. Um, so you know, as I, as I was saying, like there's you know, everyone in the world, everyone is having some type of issues going on, and for a long time before I got a therapist, it was I really tried to ask for help, like you know, hey, the people I felt comfortable with sharing myself with, and all of that, and. What I learned, like, just in this past year that, you know, hey, everyone has all their stuff going on and sometimes people just don't have that emotional capacity, which is why I'm, like, so grateful to have a therapist. Um, so at least once a week, I'm able to share, you know, share some of the stuff that's going on in my life and really focus in on me and really help me put myself in a better a better, healthier mindset, mm-hmm. but also just, you know, make, you know, make healthy habits. Like I, like I'll, I'll say, um, there was a point where I too, my mental health got the best of me and I was ready to just, you know, walk off on my job or it's like, I fuck these guys. These people are just getting on my freaking nerves and you know, they, they, you know, they don't do this. They don't do that. They don't appreciate me. Fuck them. I'm going to go somewhere else. And, and, and I was ready to kind of walk off that ledge, but yeah, thankfully, thankfully I just so happened to have my therapist that was available to me, like right when it was happening. So I was very grateful, you know, to be talked off that ledge, but you know, there's other people who, you know, who are also going through it and it may not necessarily mean that they're angry and they just want to walk off on their job. It may be that, you know, they're so depressed that they don't have the energy to, to get up to go to work where, you know, most people are like, well, come on, like, really, you know, you know, your job's important. Wouldn't you think that you can, you know, pick up and go to work every day? It doesn't matter if you're depressed or not. And it's like, no, there are some people who are that depressed where they don't even have the energy to get out of bed, let alone do anything, you know, for themselves. And of course there's functional people that are depressed, but hmm. yeah, it, but I think the thing that really kills me is we have this stigma that 
you know, everyone has to be always in a good mood. We have, you know, everyone has to be in a good mood. No one should, should be able to show emotions outside of the ones that are, you know, quote unquote appropriate for, um, you know, appropriate for general public. And that's not, that that's not fair. Um, I was watching, I, I was watching a video yesterday and we were talking about how people are not, uh, yeah, we have this stigma that emotions are bad. And it's like, if you're emotional, that means you're a horrible person. Or if you're emotional, that means you don't have control. That that means you are, it doesn't look like you have your shit together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a, a, a way to look at this, and a way that it's been put, embedded in all of us, let's look at, you know, when someone starts crying. So let's just say we're in a room and someone starts crying. What do people usually do? Mo, uh, I would say um, someone is usually trying to comfort the person. Another person's trying to get tissues, um, things of that nature. If you look at the intention, the intention is to make them feel better so that they stop crying. Which is right, a, or to actually- or to find out if there's some or figure out the cause. Like if there's someone who is dangerous. Yeah, yeah, and because so- because that lady or whoever who's crying might have gotten punched or something. Like I don't know what happened to them, but there it's kind of. I think that's why people kind of flock to them if they see it. Is it's kind of a natural. It's a natural survival. Um, I don't know what you call that. Like um, a nat uh, just a way of like sur- like evolution. Like that's something that psychologically like we've been programmed to do. And which which is absolutely crazy that you know that we do that and I I look you know I look at that I look at that now and I'm like you know if I see someone emotional I'm gonna you know I'm gonna go over and check in with them I'm not here to try and make you you know I I don't I would love to make you feel better but instead of trying to make you feel better to you know get you to stop crying I just want to, I'll be there in your presence and, you know, ask, is like, is there something that you need? And, you know, take it from there. Because otherwise I'm like, why am I trying to control her emotions? It's like, maybe she needs to cry. Maybe, you know, that person in particular needs to cry because they need to release something that's going on in their life. And by you trying to find a way to stop them, you're essentially blocking them from feeling their feelings, which eventually leads to other, you know, mental health issues and other health issues. But, but yeah, you know, let, let's go back to, like, the mental health and, you know, the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, looking at, like, this, you know, great resignation. Um, I've talked to, so I talked to a business. I mean, I'm not going to disclose that particular business. Business. But, <laughs> yeah, and there, you know, a, a challenge is mental health issues. Mm-hmm. and And... They don't, you know, they didn't necessarily understand that. And, you know, it's like, oh, I really don't understand, you know, mental health and and all that. And it's like, you know, people will up and leave. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, for me, it's the exact same thing. It's like, if I feel that my mental health is at stake, I have no problem with walking away. Um, Or we'll try, try and figure a way that works for both of us. But otherwise, you know, walking away, it's like, you know, yes, there's plenty of jobs out there. Yes, there's, um, 
you know, other opportunities, but you know, you, you have this one life, you only have, yep. you know, one, you know, one brain, is it, are you going to allow these things to destroy, destroy the things that you're building for yourself? Okay, we're getting into some extreme situations here. <laughs> um, I guess I personally don't, I don't really, I, I see those as very extreme situations. I think that there's, and certain jobs or certain people at the job that are harmful to mental health. And I think, I know for me, instead of completely leaving the job, um, what I'll do is I won't interact with that person. If there's somebody that's like really hurting my mental health or really stressing me, like that's really stressing me out. Like I won't, I technically won't do business with them. And you know what? I mean, that, I mean, that's a really good example. I mean, don't get me, don't get me. Yeah. For me, I'm definitely an extremist when it comes to some things. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of things in between. Don't associate, passive aggressive, you know, shit. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure there's other things in between with those as well. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's oh. tough. It's, it's really tough when you get in those situations at work. Um, Oh, girl, I was going to say, I don't even think, I mean, it definitely isn't just work. Um, so did you see, did you see in the news? Um, and it's crazy because I don't even watch the news, but yet I still see and hear this. I think actually I'm going to take a hiatus from just like all social media because I'm like, you know what? This is where a lot of the emotions and stuff, you know, are coming into play. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, so, so we had pride here in Dallas, you know, in Dallas, Dallas and Fort Worth. And, uh, they, they had, like, <laughs> well, they had a little kid, they had a little kid drag show and, you know, just for little kids to do drag and what happens, they protested it, um, for one and then, uh, for two. So aside from the fact that we just had, you know, a mass shooting in Texas less than two weeks ago. Um, the schools banned, I can't remember, I think there was a law now, and schools banned little kids from going anywhere near drag queens. Like, they're not allowed to do drag, they're not allowed to be around anyone who does drag. Wait, so and, they passed the law? I thought it was something that was in the works. Oh, no, that, no, that shit already went through. Okay, I didn't know it was, I didn't know it went all the way, went through. Wow. Okay, that's kind of weird that the government, like the government, see, this is why I wonder why you live there. I, too, have also asked myself all of this, because it's like, I'm, I'm just so lost at a lot of this stuff that just happens. I'm like, so, and I remember, because I shared this on Instagram, so you guys can make a you know it's like we have a shooting so instead of addressing that shooting instead we're going to address little kids dressing up in drag or being around drag queens what i mean i'm sorry one's killing people and one's a, another form of self-expression yeah please, you know like like please tell me you know what, what you know what the deal is with this it it it's just it's it's sickening. 
See, I think I feel, you know, you said at the very beginning, like, there's all this stuff in the world, and it's overwhelming. Like, stuff like that, I think picking, like, one cause, like, stuff like that is what, like, keeps me, like, keep me, keeps me, like, engaged and, like, really, like, motivated in life, is to really make those changes, to really figure out, okay, who were the, who were the representatives that voted for this? That I don't know. See, and I would say that all the people in Texas need to look at who those people are, see who's up for election in a couple of months, and vote them out. Like, that's what needs to happen. They need to be the, um, the government doesn't serve themselves, they serve the people. And they have to be held accountable. If, if they're not going to do what the people, they're not going to be helpful for people and not keep people safe, then the people of Texas need to hold them accountable. So I agree. But here's the thing. This is a red state. So I'm going to say that right off the bat. I know, but I've heard that example. I came from Missouri. I heard it all the time. It doesn't mean that it, it progress is very slow, but it doesn't mean you can't. It's not an excuse not to fight it. Yeah, no, you're you know you're 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 definitely right about that, and I think you make a really valid point that you know there's a lot of things going on in the world, and maybe just channeling your energy into that one particular cause and staying consistent with it is what's going to help make you know make these changes because when we have all these different things going on it's really hard to focus and we kind of just spread, you know, spread ourselves thin. And, you know, for me, for a while, I was really trying to isolate myself from all these other events that are going on. It's like, I'm just trying to live my life and, you know, get myself in order. And it's hard to get myself in order when I'm worried about everyone else and all of their stuff. And Yeah. <sighs> it's, it's tough. No one said life was going to be easy. Life is what you make of it. Yeah, and I know that sounds really preachy, and I'm trying really hard not to. Oh, what? <laughs> hey, this is our show. We we can say whatever the hell we want to, <laughs> and if it's preaching and lecturing, you know what? It it, it it's the case. the The whole idea here is just recognizing that hey, man, we have all this shit going on. Well, you know, we're actually, you know, we're okay or we're not okay. Yep. And yeah, you know, before getting on this podcast today, I was not, mentally, I just was not okay. And I guess verbalizing a lot of these things, one, acknowledging that one, you know what, I'm not okay. But for two, just talking about all the stuff that's going on really helps. I don't know. It's kind of set the stage for me to focus on things that matter and exactly focus on, focus on the things that make you know things that make me happy um some a wise person i can't remember it's probably the gypsy woman or something gypsy that, woman <laughs> oh i love that song uh the one thing was it's like you know Everyone is in this whole idea that, you know, we're chasing goals, we're chasing goals, and we're trying to accomplish goals. But it's not about that. It's actually about just living and enjoying life. And 
and, you know, learning and growing. And the thing is, you know, just do the things that make you happy. Where it's like, hey, you know what? If, you know, drinking wine every day and, you know, working, you know, a, a boring nine to five job that doesn't pay you that much. But it gives you the time to go spend time with, like, friends and family and have your, you know, fun adventures and all that. That's what life's about. And I even, you know, thought about that for myself when I was uh, 20, 21, 22, or sorry, 19. Worked for this company, and I thought about it. And I'm like, for the five years, you know, I wasn't, I didn't get, become a manager until, like, towards the end. But prior to, you know, me taking on that management stuff, it was just so nice. It was so nice to go to work, you know, make a little bit of money that I did, go party with my friends on the weekends, mm-hmm. and, you know, chill and relax. And, and it's crazy how it goes from shifting from that to, you know, overexerting ourselves in, in life where it's like, oh, yeah, we got these long commutes. Then we got to, you know, marry ourselves to work. Then the people that are fortunate to have relationships you know, or dealing with them and dealing with other things, you know, other people or maybe dealing with mental health issues and other, you know, issues that are trans, you know, going on. Oh yeah. Those darn relationships, they'll get ya. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely so excited for that adventure for me when that time comes. They'll Uh, get ya, get ya. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's just so, I'm like, I really wonder what shifts between when we were younger versus you know, us getting older. It's like, yeah, we make more money. We make more money than when we were younger, but yet we live life, I guess, more seriously? Mm, I don't know if I live very seriously. Like I said, I run an imaginary video game vampire club. Because you do a damn good job at that. Which I would never, like, when I was in my 20s, I don't think I would ever have imagined that I would be doing anything like this. Hey, you know, that's true. Um, Hell, I was going to say, I'm like, even if I look at my 20s, like, if I ever said, if I ever told myself my early 20s, like, hey, Kyle, you're going to be into tarot, energy healing, doing podcasts, and... (laughs) Talking about mental health, I'll be like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, what the hell happened to me that I'm that crazy person? Yep. (laughs) And you know what, you know what my, we, we always, so you all listening, so we always record our podcast on Wednesdays. And my, my boyfriend always calls it woo, woo woo stick Wednesday, because he thinks all the stuff that we talk about is kind of silly. But you know what, I'm like, I, I enjoy the hell out of it. And honestly, um, I need to get pink because, you know, on Wednesdays we wear pink. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> like I said, those relationships, they'll get you. Yeah, you know what? When I get into my relationship and we start talking, yeah, then we'll bring that to the podcast. But for now, yeah, I will gladly just sit here and talk about my enjoy my single life and all these other crazy issues that are going on and you know all the men (laughs) you know though the one thing i like the one thing that i do miss about that's one thing i do miss is i miss the hunt and it's kind of like xenos from final fantasy 14 where he's always about looking for the hunt and trying to find like trying to find like someone that interests him 
You know, I never even thought about that until you said that. Like, holy shit. Yeah, that that's literally, that was literally a thing. Yep. The, the whole time, like, oh, yeah, I guess that's what most of us do. And then I think of the Sia song, Cheap Thrills. Like, we're doing all of these things to live at, you know, to have a cheap thrill, to, to, to have that once-in-a-lifetime experience and, you know, and let that, I guess, consume us. And, mm. Which, I mean, if that, like we said, happiness, if that's what makes you happy, then do that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's about, yeah, about finding your happiness. Mm-hmm. It's about finding joy. Um, honestly, I was going to say, I think I lost mine. I lost mine for a while, but I'm glad that I finally got it back. And I think um, a lot of other people are also going through that or have gone through it or are going to go through that which is which is kind of interesting i'll briefly touch on mine um for a while i just became like numb to everything i i hell i didn't know what the hell made me happy all i knew was i'm just gonna go to work and then i'm gonna watch something on netflix and then i'm gonna go to sleep and then i'll wake up and then i'm gonna do the same thing over and over and over and over again um, until one day, um, my friend got me something for, actually, he got me something for my birthday, but before he gave me that gift, there was this other gift that I bought myself, and it was a onesie. Um, I went to Bucky's, which if, um, for those who are not in Texas and don't know what Bucky's is. I don't know what it is. So imagine, like, a super, like, a super Walmart Except it's a gas station. Ew! So, why would you go there? Well, I'm trying. I'm like, I couldn't think of a. Uh, you could say Costco, but ew! All the Karens. <laughs> well, the, you know, well, this place is. I mean, the place is huge, so it has amazing barbecue. So they have um, great hot foods that they make there: brisket, that fudge, they they. they it's it, honestly, I would go there every day if I could. And then you go there to get gas. And what makes the play the gas station that much amazing is, so for example, the employees there start out at like, I think it's between eighteen and twenty dollars an hour. Um, everyone gets benefits, everyone gets PTO, mm-hmm. um, which, which is just amazing in itself because it's customer service. To get a customer service job like that is like already impossible. Um, their their um, base entry level manager makes thirty one dollars an hour starting out and i said wow that to me was like holy crap okay um, uh, i maybe i should work at this walmart gas station maybe i should grow a mullet i mean you could but it's like the one place that you know people are treated really well and you treat it really well there but but yeah anyway going back to the story i went there and this was around christmas or a little before christmas time around my birthday, and then I saw, and I was like, holy shit, this is a fucking, you know, it's a onesie, and I had, like, was in so much joy, like, oh my god, it's a onesie, and it has a beaver tail, and I'm like, oh my god, so um, I went and I bought it, and ever since then, I've, like, found a piece of joy with wearing that, and then eventually... You know, one of my friends, he bought me a bear onesie, and then he also bought me a teddy bear, which for me was just, I cried. I'm not even going to lie, I fucking cried, mm. because 
it was like you I did it was something that I needed that I didn't know I needed until I received it. Yep. Oh. Can I ask you a question? Go for it. Yeah, go for it. Did that beaver onesie did it magically turn you into a lesbian? <laughs> oh Lord. I don't think I could go lesbian even if I tried. Even if you're wearing a beaver outfit? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's definitely a beaver with Christmas antler, um, deer antlers. Are you um, sure that's, like, not a jackalope? No, I'm pretty sure it's not a jackalope, but I'll have to, I'll have to show you the picture. <laughs> I'll have to show you the picture a little bit later. I know it's on my Facebook, because I remember it was around my birthday, and I just decided to do, like, a little fashion show. So it was a but, monster outfit. Did the bear so, outfit have claws? No, it had. It was a black bear, which I kind of found that very funny. I was like, "Ha, ha, ha! You're you're hilarious because he got me a black bear." Mm -hmm. So it had a, <laughs> it had a little cute little puffy tail on the back and in the front. You know, it resembled an actual bear. Had little buttons on it and all that, and then it had the hood with the with the bear, you know, face on it and. It's just, it's absolutely freaking adorable. So. <laughs> Makes you think of the, um, these bear kitchen mitts that my boyfriend got me. And they Aww. have, and they have like the bear claws on the, on the, on one of the, like on the outside. I love it. Which actually helped when you're like gripping food out of the oven and stuff is actually quite helpful. Never would have thought, I was like, oh, I just like the idea because, you know, it's cute. But how? Cute and functional. The best. The best. Hmm. Oh, snaps. Shoot. Well, I think, um, I think in the end, despite everything that's going on, just to kind of even recap, you know, Channel your energy into, you know, in, into one thing, one thing that you feel passionate about and find your joy. Mm-hmm. Find, find what makes you happy and do that every day. Because this life is, life is cray-cray, but that don't mean you got to be cray-cray. Well, I might be cray-cray, but, <laughs> you well, know. I, I mean. I'm not dangerous though. I'm not dangerous though. <laughs> well, that's good. As long as you're not dangerous, then I'm not dangerous. I just come up with crazy stories. Okay. Get to use your creativity then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, do you have any final words or anything before we uh, close this out? Yep. Um. So, we were talk we were talking about tarot cards a little bit a, a little while ago. So I was thinking about my current work situation, and I was asking the cards like, kind of like, what should I do? Like, how should I kind of figure? How should I approach this situation? And I pulled the strength card. And from what I understand, the strength card is basically things are going to be really tough for you. But you just gotta make sure that you're you're compassionate and caring to people. Make sure that you're handling the situation with the most utmost care. 
um, and you'll be very well rewarded for that. So I guess that's kind of my words of wisdom for for this episode. You know that 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 is awesome. I I love that. Um, for those that don't know what the strength card looks like, um, it's a picture. Well, with most decks, it's a picture of a woman um, holding a lion's mouth open. Uh, or a heavy baby monster on mine. Ooh. See? Hell, that works too. I think I think what the whole idea is basically what Kevin was saying was, um, for for the scenarios that I know, um, the woman told the uh, holding the lion's mouth open because I mean, I guess because she can. But the thing is, she's not using physical force, but she is using caring, caring, compassion. And I think that's where our strength lies, is giving us that kind, caring, and compassion. One that we always give every give other people, but maybe give it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're powerful people. Yep, and, my, and mine is like this rambunctious little baby monster that this mother monster is like trying to wrangle. And she's not hitting the monster baby. Like she's like holding it and she's she's taking care of it. Oh, hmm. that is cute. That's cute. <laughs> well, I hope you all enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Um, once again, have fun. Enjoy life. Stay classy always. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Okay, bye-bye.